Hello there, my name is Brandon. Welcome to San Angelo Time. San Angelo Time is the first domestic podcast brought to you by the San Angelos. This episode and future episodes have been edited to comply with ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC. We've edited these podcasts to ensure you're not missing out on any content. Thank you so much for your time, and thank you for listening to San Angelo Time. San Angelo Time is brought to you in part from listeners like you. Thank you. And good uh, Sunday afternoon. It is April 18th, and you're here on San Angelo Time. What time is it? I think it's San Angelo Time. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. If I'm not mistaken. Uh, so here we go. Um, I'm not sure what episode we're on here, but... Uh, Gosh, I never even thought about that. I, know, it's like, I was I was pretty surprised. We're getting up to, I think, episode 16, 17 or something like That's that for the we season. That's because we don't skip. No, I mean, we haven't, so. We don't skip we got nothing Sunday. else going on on Sunday, so. Well, um, today is a nice, lazy Sunday. I love, love lazy weekends. Um, Isn't every weekend a lazy weekend? Yesterday we had much. a lazy we- weekend, and I loved it. Uh, we watched a lot of TV yesterday. Uh, yeah, it was okay. I, I there was a lot of stuff I could have done, but I didn't. So uh, we, you know, still got to get done. Um. So anyway, it's a beautiful day. It's cold, but the yeah. sun is shining. It's supposed to get up to like the mid fifties today, but it does feel like it's pretty chilly today. So it's definitely. I got my coat on right now. He, and the heat, heat just kicked. Our on. heat just kicked on. You probably heard it. Anyway, yeah. what about hitting the? And now it's time for. Oh, oh you want to do? Oh, okay, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's. Uh, Before we really start getting into our our news. Yeah, until we start getting into. All right, there we go. It's time for San Angelo Time News. All right. See, much better now. You feel better now? Yeah. That's the news is going on. So, all right. All righty. Um, so, what do you got? Well, so yesterday. We got up and watched uh, watched England say goodbye to Prince Philip. Yeah, it was uh, the uh, very toned down funeral for uh, uh, Prince Philip, the Queen's husband, who uh, I guess is like about a month or so, a couple months away from turning a hundred. Yes, like in June or something like that. It was his birthday. Yes, because even though he died, he was ninety nine, mm-hmm. um, but he was born in nineteen twenty one. Right. So, um, so yeah, but and again, I don't know what it would have been like. I mean, again, it was a pretty small because of COVID. Um, it sounded like he wanted something fairly small. He had like made all the plans ahead of time or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, I don't know what it would have been had there not been a pandemic going on. So I would imagine that would have been in, maybe would have been in London. I don't know. So yeah, right, yeah, probably. But um, it was in Windsor. So yeah, and everybody. Uh, had said that this is what he really wanted a nice and toned mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. yeah quiet the one thing we uh one of the things i thought was pretty unique was the fact that uh his coffin was carried on a uh, electric powered 
uh, Land Rover, which apparently he designed. Yep. And our concern was, what if the battery dies before they get to, <laughs> to the ceremony? Like, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Prince Harry and uh, what's his name? They're going to be pushing William and William, Harry push, yeah. pushing the pushing the casket up to the, we, the church. We were kind of joking about that, but you know, it wasn't that? It didn't have that far to go. So I guess you know. But no, that was always it was my concern very, about batteries and everything. You know, right? They're going to die on you. So, right, right. I'm glad we watched it though. Like. Um, we have uh-huh. been watching The Crown, and yep. and and we feel like even though we we don't know Philip at all, but we've kind of felt we like know we the did. dramatization of him though. So we know the dramatization of Prince, and I gotta say, I felt I felt really bad for the Queen sitting there by herself. Mm-hmm. You know, about seventy three years they were married. Seventy three years. Was? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. Long ass time, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they, and she's what ninety five. She turns ninety five this week or something like that. I think. I think so. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I looked up some of the things about her, and she's the uh, the longest reigning monarch in history, female monarch in history. Mm-hmm. So, um, pretty crazy. She's obviously had a long life, and she's been queen for so long, and obviously towards the end of her reign at this point i mean i mean how much longer she's going to make it you know past 95 i mean you know she could go another 5 6 years i guess she you know? could you know um she, she seems in pretty good health i mean for 95 years old i mean she's <laughs> she wasn't even using a cane she no. she walked herself in and no. nobody was mm-hmm. hanging on to her no nope. yeah she seemed to be uh, fine and again you know she um again she probably is well taken care of so you know, sure, but um, but yeah. So I mean, she could make she could make it a hundred or more. So she met him when she was thirteen. Yeah, and they got married. I don't know how old they were when they got married. So, well, I mean, you do the math. They married seventy three years. He would have been what twenty six, and he she would have been twenty two. So something like that. Crazy. Yeah, long so time. So crazy. Not good for them. I mean, I mean, obviously, it's sad for her, but I mean, you know, he's. Uh, Ninety nine, man. You can't you can't uh, complain about making it to ninety nine. Right, right, so. right. And I just want to um, kind of say, just uh, as a kind of an aside, and I don't mm-hmm. want to really get too deep about it, but okay. uh, but last week uh, my friend Jamie passed away. Oh yeah, Jamie Frankovich. Yeah, she was thirty. How old was she? I don't know thirty something. I'm not sure how old she mm-hmm. was. So. Yeah. But you've known Jamie. I mean, not how long you've known her, but I mean, you used to work at Glenn's with her years ago. And mm-hmm. boy, I tell you, and, and again, she's had so many different health problems, you know, with dealing with cancer. Right. So. But even before the cancer, uh, she was really bad diabetic. Right. Um, but you never really knew she was sick to see her or no, talk to her. She always her. had a great attitude and it was always positive. And, and uh, I mean, I didn't know her obviously as well as you knew her, but. Uh, well, you know everybody pretty much. She knew so many people. Sure. And I think so many people in our town really called her a friend. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, so, mm-hmm. you know, what can you say about that? You it know? Was sad. That was sad. That was sad when I heard that. Well, it that, was so. shocking. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that I, I don't know that anybody really, you know, knew that she. It was pretty quick, right? Yeah. Yeah. But that's the that's the thing that sucks about cancer is that it uh, it can like with your mom and everything. I mean, yeah, you know, we found. I mean, I don't know how far before 
she was diagnosed that she had cancer. But I mean, once we found out, it was what three weeks. You know, it was very quick. Um, and the yeah, uh, Doctor Algandor was telling me. I hope I said his name right. Um, he was telling me that cancer, lung cancer, is just one of those things that you know it can go so long mm-hmm. without you even knowing you have it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's it's sad. So it was, it was tough, and obviously, you know, she has a son that's, a, I guess, a senior in high school or whatever, and um, obviously, going to be tough for him. But, but uh, yeah, I mean, I give Jamie credit. You know, she she faced her uh, cancer head on, and you know, and always had a smile on her face whenever I saw her. So, mm-hmm. so good for her. I mean, yeah, I mean, and and I guess times like this, you know, you always kind of think about life in a in a, a different way mm-hmm. than, you know, every day you get up and you put your pants on and you, you go to work or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever you do. And um, so when people pass away, you kind of remember that, you know, there's a little bit more to life than just, mm-hmm. you know, going to work. and Right. Sure. Oh, yeah. There's a lot more than, than that. But I think we get so caught up in that. But sometimes we forget about the other stuff, so. Yeah, so, I mean, I always like to think about, you know, what am I doing? What could I do a little bit better? Um, how could I make a difference? Sure. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. And even, shoot, I just saw this thing. I, I There was a really good quote by Dolly Parton. Um, I saw it this morning on that Willie Geist mm-hmm. Sunday Today or whatever that is. Right. Um, what did she say? She said something like, "You, you can't, you can't change the world, but you can change your part of the world, or something like that." Mm-hmm. I remember how how she said it, but um, but yeah, like if everybody just did their own little piece to sure. try to make their own little piece of the world a little better place, mm-hmm. you know, right? So. Yeah. What else you got there in the old uh, news segment there? Um, well, speaking of the word segment, uh, we have invited our daughter, Holly Ann, to, um, to start a new segment on our show. Mm. But that won't be this week, right? No, no. She was, she was studying because she's a student. And, Why are you mocking her? We and, want her to study because she's a student. Don't but, mock that. Uh, Encourage it. Jeez. But, but You can't help with our podcast. But what are you our, doing being a student over there? But it's our podcast. <laughs> but hey, it's the podcast. podcast ain't paying the bills, Tony, there. So. <laughs> Not yet, but we're working on yeah, that. No, but um, so the... Uh, I think she would be a really perfect uh, person for this segment. Mm-hmm. It's going to be called Finding Happy with Holly Ann. Well, you know why she's perfect with that? Why? Because I don't know any other Holly Ann. So. Oh, well, that is true. If you're going to call it Finding Happy with Holly Ann, you got to have a Holly Ann. She's the only one we know. So. Well, that is also true. But, no, I mean, uh, she's been – She's. I mean, we all – I guess if you named her this. Amanda, you you couldn't have used that title then, right? Thank God I didn't name her Amanda. I mm-hmm. mean, Amanda was the big the big hit on the mm-hmm. album, but mm-hmm. then a million Amandas. Sure. No offense to no offense to any of our friends that are Amandas whose name is Amanda. We know some Amandas. Yes, and it's a beautiful name. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm backpedaling. What I am saying is that uh, there's just so many Amandas, and how many Holly Ann's do you know? Uh, I know one, so. So if if Holly Ann was the big hit on the album, you would have named her Amanda. 
Yes, hmm. probably. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is everybody is kind of searching for that pot of gold over the rainbow and blah, blah, and looking to be happy. And and Holly, um, in her young life, mm-hmm. is no exception. Sure. Uh, she's had a lot of uh, setbacks. She's had a lot of a lot of uh, things happen to her in her young life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, she's been um, doing great. Cool. As far as what do you what do you want to say? You should say. I don't really have anything to say. Yeah, really she's you... doing great, but like she's she had a lot of struggles that she's been able to. Well, she picked a very difficult degrees, you know, to go into to begin with. So it was. So I give her credit for even doing that, you know, and it's it's tough. And obviously that and the challenges of being a 22, 23-year-old young woman at college is, is not easy. So Right. Yeah. And and she, at her young age, also knows that she's an alcoholic mm-hmm. and she's in the program and she's mm-hmm. doing great. But, I mean, all these things together, you know, And but the thing is she's good. She's really she's good. good. Mm-hmm. She's she's herself again. She's mm-hmm. she's doing well in school. Is yep. she doing great in school? Well, who hey, who, who is doing I'm, great I'm, in I'm school just, right as now? As long as she passes, that's all I but, care about. Right, but uh, you know, she's just doing. She's being herself again. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I think this new segment will be um, will be an uh, excellent addition to our podcast. Okay, well, we'll look forward to that in the future. Yes. Okay. Yes. Anything else over there in your news? Yep. What? You got some new speakers this week. And, I sure and did. And that's kind of big news in our household because... Mm-hmm. Because... Because why? Why would speakers be a big... Well, for, for my DJ business. So, yeah, so I, I've been... I've had... And I think you know, I've had my eye on these speakers for a while. Quite a while. A couple um, of years, I think. Well, and the reason that I didn't buy them earlier is they're quite expensive. Yes. They're very expensive speakers. Um, a new pair would usually cost you about uh, $3,200. So, um, And I found a pair that was a store demo at this uh, website, one of the many that I've bought equipment from over the years, called IDJ Now. They're out of uh, New York City. Yeah, yeah, they're a good Shout company. out to the guys and Brett at, New York, at IDJ Now. So I reached out to them. I said I-, I wanted to find out. You know, I mean, I don't mind buying a what they call an open box or a store demo as long as they're not beat the hell, you know? Right. Because they were going to be about $1,000 cheaper. Yeah. And so I went on their little chat thing and I said, well, can you tell me how, you know, what's these the condition of these? And he goes, well, he goes, why don't you buy new ones? I said, because these are $1,000 cheaper. Can I just interrupt you for a second? Sure. Can you, like, anybody who doesn't, like, ooh, there are speakers, like, so what? Why would they be so expensive? Um, because, okay, they're made by a, a company called ElectroVoice, and they're what you would refer to as a line array. So they have a, a, a subwoofer on the bottom, and then they have a, a, a series of small speakers at the top for the uh, the mids and the highs, and it's a it's a very unique look for yeah. a speaker. They definitely look different than they're, any speaker. You would, you, to look at them, you would think they they're like they look like you can't hear anything out of these things. Um, and I've never seen them like kind of sticks almost. Yeah the, yeah, the top looks like a stick, really yeah. exactly, and uh, kind of a bent stick. And then of course you got the subwoofer on the bottom. They um, made by Electrovoice, and they're called the Evolve Fifty. Um, 
And everybody, on uh, all the DJs that I follow and talk to and deal with online around the country, all the ones that have them just rave about them. See, they're the best. I mean, first of all, they're easy to put together because there's no tripod. You don't have to lift the speaker up on top. You, It's click, 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 and they're together. Oh, my gosh. That's easy. Very, very easy. Yeah. Well, is that the same speakers that um, another local DJ, Travis? Similar. Tra- not the same. Tra- Travis has the RCF. Um, I think he has the... Uh, uh, the J8, it's very similar, um, in not only in um, function but also price. So they're they're very comparable in price. So mm-hmm. um, they've been compared side by side, and they're mm-hmm. both very comparable. So mm-hmm. and we heard um, we heard his speakers. Yeah, a couple of years ago, and I think that's when we first you first said, "Wow, you need to get those." You know, so right. So and and but everybody everybody that I've talked to. And they've compared it between the RCF ones that Travis has and the uh, the Evolve fifties. Most people have leaned towards the Evolve fifties <clears throat> because they just they just say they sound so much better. So so those are the ones that I wanted. Um, so going back to talking to IDJ now, I right. talked to them and I said well, I want to find out about the condition of these uh, floor model that they had for sale. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy there at IDJ now says, well, why do you want to buy those? I said, because they're $1,000 cheaper. He goes, what if I can get you a similar deal on a new pair of speakers? I said, well... How did, how did he do that? I don't know, but <laughs> I got the exact same deal on a brand new pair of Evolve. So I, I, I sprung for the new ones. So I mean, yeah. I mean, it's the same price. Right. And I got the covers for the subwoofers, the tops, and already come with a, a case that you carry those in and everything so i bought the covers for the subs and um and i and so they came this week i set them up at the radio station yep and Wait. then you you sent me a text do you want to share the text that you sent to me um, and i was at work mind you when i get this text um let me go to my text i said oh yeah i think i said do you want to see something sexy <laughs> and i'm at work and i'm like you're like oh uh, um okay uh, what did you say? You said, uh, sure. I have two female co-workers next I to said, me. I had a little winky face next to it when I said, want to see but, something sexy. like, knowing Mark as well as I know Mark, I also know that it's not going to be what, what he's trying to lead up to. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then I sent you the picture of the uh, the two Evolves uh, set up there in the hallway, and you said, yeah. ooh, you said, ooh, baby. I said, aren't they hot? Um. I did send them to another DJ friend of mine, Johnny G, and he was quite jealous. So, well, yeah, I mean, like you have been wanting these speakers forever, and we both have kind of put it in our heads that it was just kind of a pipe dream because, you know, they're so expensive. Mm-hmm. And then we always thought, well, maybe you know we could start saving for them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, also, well, so I got them. I got them on a payment plan. And so. when you got this big deal, you you straight up went to me and I asked you. For, oh, of course. Well, that was a funny thing because then I told Scott about buying them at the radio station. Uh huh. And he said that his wife would have would have absolutely been completely pissed off at him if he had bought him. I said, well, I asked Sharon. I was going to buy him before I asked you. If you had said no, I would have. What, what did oh I say? My. What did I say? You said, yeah. Was there any hesitation? I don't think so. No, or, I was so I, casual about it. I was like, get it. Yeah. That's a good deal. Now, you have not heard them in person yet. No, just on. Um, just that video, which you, does not do them justice. Yeah, I'm not allowed in the radio station right now. I would actually bring them outside and crank them up outdoors for you. Yeah. They are amazing. I mean, I cannot wait 
to uh, to have to, my first gig to show them off. So, in fact, my first gig is coming up on June, and I actually have a a, a Zoom call with that couple uh, coming up uh, this afternoon. So today, yeah, oh, at four, okay, yeah, later. So okay, now. okay. So got that. Yeah. Um. Any other news? You want me to do these a uh, little? Or do you get other news that you want to talk about? Or nope, that was it. The, I mean, I we. It's COVID. There's not a ton of news. Really. I got a, I got a couple of uh, show prep news stories for you. Okay. Um, we'll do this one first because you saw this one on the news, I guess. I saw it this morning, Willie Geist, on Sunday today. I had this um, actually on show prep uh, earlier this week, so I beat Willie Geist on it. But anyway, um, it was a pretty cool story. Um, a woman, 74-year-old woman in Louisiana, her name is Jessie Hamilton. She worked as a cook for Phi Gamma Delta Fraternity at uh, LSU, uh, Louisiana State University. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as you know, I went to a fraternity in Phi mm-hmm. Delta Theta. Yes, that's why when I was watching the story, I thought, oh my gosh, Mark will love this story. We had a we had a wonderful woman named Alice who cooked for us. I don't know how long. I mean, she cooked all four years when I was at Butler. Um, I, just, uh, I know that she's passed away, but I mean, at this point. But that was obviously a long time ago. Um but uh, this lady down in Louisiana, her last year was 1996, but some of the fraternity guys that kept in touch with her over the years mm-hmm. recently found that she was still working two jobs to pay off her mortgage. Yes. So 91 of the fraternity brothers pooled their money, and for her birthday this month, they surprised her with $52,000. 45 grand of it will go to cover her mortgage. The rest uh, is pocket money for her. So Yeah, and I mean, they showed it, and she was... And she was shocked, and she was like sure. happy and and crying. But mm-hmm. they yeah, they were just like, well, you know, she took care of us. Sure, absolutely. I mean, she did. I mean, I mean, and and that's the same thing that when I heard that story, I mean, again, just like Alice, Alice always took care of us. She made sure we were fed and and well taken care of, and you know, and she was great. I mean, she was always always asked us. You know, some of us. I mean, obviously, I was far away from home, so it was nice to have. Somebody there who would kind of you know make sure I was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was, Alice was great, and God rest her soul. I loved her so. But then they they um, after they gave her the money, then they had like a party. They mm-hmm. all like partied, sure. and mm-hmm. it was really a sweet story. Yeah, that's a great story, and obviously shows uh, again I, not surprising because uh, I think if our fraternity we had that opportunity to do something for Alice, I think we would have done that as well. So yeah. As that's what I get back to what I was saying earlier about how when if you can do something nice for somebody else. So mm-hmm. she obviously believed that she took good care of these young men and, mm-hmm. you know, it came back to her. A couple others here. Uh, these both uh, are uh, remind me of you a little bit. So. Oh, goodness. OK, so <laughs> is there a cat story? There actually is, but that'll be the second one after this. The first okay. one is, a survey asked adults, what makes someone a cool mom? Ooh, am I a cool mom or I am know. I just the opposite? Do you consider yourself a cool mom? Uh, no, not really. I wonder if the kids, I think the kids probably think you're a cool mom. I don't know. They've never really mentioned. Well, we'll find out after this podcast because I'm sure they'll, they'll chime in. So Right. So the, uh, so the two top things that uh, people said was, one... She talks openly with her kids about anything and everything. Okay, we do that. But, you know, there's still a limit to everything, but then Brandon just crosses that line every time. 
Now, I don't know what age mom these are, so these might be kids a little bit younger than ours. Um, okay. She lets her kids get away with some things that, quote, a normal mom wouldn't let them, wouldn't when they were growing up. Like, is there an example? Well, want to be a cool mom? You talk to your kids about sex and let them drink in the basement. Ew. I'm not going to say which ew that was, too, but... <laughs> uh, even if you can't bring yourself to do that, uh, I'm thinking once your kids grow up, they'll still appreciate everything you bring to the table, because the survey also found out that 68% of adults say they have a cool mom. So I never let uh, the kids drink in the basement. Uh, the The conversations were always allowed, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And, and the ones that I was uncomfortable with, Brandon, he just... He just blurts them out anyway. You didn't make them go to the basement to drink. They could drink in the kitchen. Well, you know, I used to let them have like, you know, like a, a glass of wine for a special occasion or something like when that. When they were underage? I don't remember that. You no, don't? Really? I used to, Holly, I totally trusted Holly. Um, Look where that got her. But, I mean, that just happened to be something that her uh, metabolism. Mm-hmm. You know, and who knew? Like, she is a very smart uh, young woman. And mm-hmm. she, when she was a teenager, she was very smart. So I trusted. Well, she still is very smart. So mm-hmm. I trusted that, you know, it was no big deal. And she would, but, you know, her metabolism. And we've heard stories of those moms that'll go out into the store and they buy a bunch of booze for their kids. And everybody comes over to their house and they figure, oh, well, as long as they're, they're, they're going to be drinking anyways, they might as well drink it in our house. Yeah, that wasn't us. That was never us. No, no we right. did not believe in that at all. Right. Um, finally, another another story that would be uh, Sharon related. So now you have three cats, right? Yes. And I say that you have three cats because they all are attracted to you. I mean, we sit at home you watching TV. You have one of the three, but uh, I think she that they're all even basically. likes me, too. I think they all like you. So, in fact, when we got here, out, we're out in Brimley, by the way. Um, when we got here, there was a cat that I noticed, and you went right up to the cat and started well, petting it. So I didn't go right up to it. I, I He was in our, he or she was in our yard, mm-hmm. um, laying on, just enjoying some sunshine and, Mm-hmm. It looked like a friendly cat, but so I kind of came up on it, but not too quickly. Mm-hmm. And it didn't run away, and it just kept looking at me, and it was like rolling around on mm-hmm. the grass. And um, so I got close, and I petted it, and it got up and did like a figure eight through the through mm-hmm. my legs, mm-hmm. which cats will do. He, he or she was being very friendly. Mm-hmm. Orange cat, he or she did not have a collar. So anyways, uh, I mentioned the cats because um, there is a uh, new cookbook out from the people at Purina. They just released the Fancy Feast Petites Feast Cookbook. So you can cook for your cats? It's a cookbook for humans to make yourself meals that taste like the different flavors of Fancy Feast cat food. Oh, gross. So if you ever feel like you want to sit down and have a meal with your cat, you and your cat can both enjoy things like chicken and rice. Yours will be a honey sriracha chicken with fried rice. Theirs would be a cat food that includes chicken, rice, and gravy. Okay. There's 12 recipes, and you can download the uh, cookbook for free from the Fancy Feast website. I can't even imagine us, you know, enjoying dinner with our cats. The same. I wonder. I wonder if you make these things that you have to make the same sounds that our cats make when we open up a can of cat food, <laughs> because there's nothing like it in the world. It's it's 
It's literally bitching and complaining that it's not getting in their stomachs fast enough. <laughs> Especially Mimosa. Oh, She's the loudest. <laughs> I just opened the can and just like, ugh. So I'm trying to find this. Uh, I'm trying to see what other the. I don't know. There's other. Uh, we'll have to find the uh, um, cookbook here. But uh, oh, there it is. Petite's cookbook. I mean, I just saw it there. I just we we always call it cat dinner. It's time for cat dinner, <laughs> and uh, Petite's cookbook. So what what do, do we? Is it ours? Is fa- fancy feast? Isn't it? It's fancy feast. Not the fancy feast. Petite's. I don't know. It's just a, it's a different thing. So um, meal time is a bonding experience. It says here in the cookbook. Um, we sit at a dining table with our family. We gather with friends. Now Fancy Feast is asking you to extend the invitation to your cat to join you at mealtime as you cook meals inspired by their favorite dishes doesn't this sound, but made just for you. Doesn't this sound like a Brandon commercial? Uh, let's see. What is the first one here? Um, Ancho butternut squash chicken street tacos. Honestly, that sounds really good. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to put any cat food in it. So. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Because um, it smells now, terrible. I'm wondering. I'm, I'm wondering. Do they have the complimentary food for your cat that would go like like when you're eating this? Do you serve? What does your cat get that? Day? What does your cat get that would be similar to this? So right. Oh, we should buy something on the way home today. Chicken too. and ramen with tomato honey butter sauce. Hazel, I noticed doesn't like the cat dinner. That I bought a new box. Okay. I bought the kind that she likes, so she'll be good. fine. Good. Sage cornbread chicken pot pie. That actually looks really good. It sounds really good. So, all right. So yeah, so there's a cookbook that you can eat like your cats now. You, all right. And I don't think you have to get on the floor to eat with them either. So no, but that does sound like a Brandon commercial. And speaking of Brandon's commercials, yeah, we have a new commercial this time. Yeah. Do you want to you want to do that now? And then what are we going to come back with here? Um. Then I think that we should do the flashback song. Okay, well, we'll do that. We'll uh, get, uh, here's a brand new commercial from Brandon. Okay, wait, everyone, what? take it with a grain of salt. Yeah, because... remember who made it, all right? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a big fan but of it, this commercial. I do, I like it. Of course. I, I'm admitting I like this commercial. When was the last time you saw a sunset? When was the last time you woke up and walked barefoot on your lawn? When was the last time you went to the national park with your family? Hi, my name is Brandon Durlbeck, and I'm here to teach you how to not give a f*** and do what you want. People tend to get upset when I bring up your mortality, but truth is, you're gonna die one day. And while some people might think that's grim, I think it's important to keep your mortality in your mind so you can take advantage of living your life. Do you ever feel like you get in a rut? Working that 9 to 5? Going home? Making dinner? Take a fat poop? Do it all over again? Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. But life's not about working. Life is about living and having fun. Why don't you go to Walmart, pick up a canvas, get some paint, whip out those genitals, maybe your breasts, slap some paint on there and just see what happens. Go online, buy a sex doll, take her camping. Read that book you've been meaning to get to. Ask your crush out, and when she says no, be proud of yourself for having the courage to do so. You're gonna die one day. Don't let that bother you. Use it as an opportunity to live your best life. Stop giving a f- and do what you want to do. This has been a PSA by Brandon Zerilbeck, and this is a spot that I know my parents will hate. Well, that was a little silly if you ask me. I think it might be time to get back to the show. What do you think? Thanks for listening to San Angelo Time. Well, 
I did not hate it. I thought it was a good one. I didn't hate it. It's just it's Brandon. It's Brandon. <laughs> I, I guess I, I I'm I understand it. I just know that there's people out there that don't know Brandon as well as you and I do that it might be offended by that. So well, Brandon easily could offend others, but for the most he means no harm. For the most, no, he does not. Mm-hmm. He's never meant harm by any of it. He used to push Grandpa's buttons. More Remember? so later in Grandpa's life. Not well, so much. When I he mean, was my little. dad was always such a you know like a military mm-hmm. kind of, and and Brandon never really saw any rules, I guess. Mm-hmm. So he would do that kind of stuff on purpose, but it wasn't mean. It was it wasn't. From he just a wanted bad, to go for the shock value. He liked the shock value. That's why he used to like to set up the the screamers and then go watch <laughs> you know watch from a distance and watch your reaction. Those to screamer it. videos when he was a kid. Oh my god, all the time. And it's like eventually we realized that's what he was doing. And we're just waiting for it. It's like, oh Brandon, oh you got me again, you know. But um, but I do think that this commercial. Although a little silly, mm-hmm. um, is it's 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 exactly what I was talking well, about now a you little ha- earlier. You have paints at home. Would you like a canvas? <laughs> huh? <laughs> You're that's, looking a, at- that's okay. Uh, My butt might be too big for that. Uh, I think you were talking canvas. about butt. I didn't say butt. It said genitals. I mean, it's, it could be uh, any. Your breasts too. It like that uh, Xerox. Yeah, the, uh, on the, the SNL last night. Mm-hmm. What was it? The uh, the ass copy, ass jet uh, two thousand, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it wasn't like the uh, the latest SNL. It was. No, it was from like it was like from the nineties or something. Ninety eight. Like yeah, Steve Buscemi was the uh, the guest host last night. So on that one. So. We're sorry to interrupt your broadcast. The flashback song of the week has been moved over to our official Spotify playlist. Check out the link in our description. We'll meet you there. All right, so what are we doing? The flashback song? Yeah, let's do that. It's time for the flashback song of the week. All right. Now we... um... We have a theme. Well, and, and the thing is, and, and you guys will have to let us know if you like this or not, uh, we've been trying to do themes... As opposed to just pulling songs out of our butts. I mean, we still pull them out of our butt, but it's like at least there's a theme to, to where they come from. Right. Just, yeah. As, just, as opposed to just random, you know, from Yeah, where like, oh, I heard this song and I can't get it on my head, so. And, yeah. and I think the other thing is, I think, at least I know in my case, and I'm sure in yours as well, I try to pick a song that I haven't heard in a while. Um, like it, I like this, today, in honor of the... Um, Prince Philip passing away, we decided we would pick our artist uh, for the flashback song of the day had to be a British band or yes. artist. Yep. So, um, which obviously opens it up to a lot because there's a lot of them a out lot, there. So a do you want to do yours first or do you want to do mine first? Um, let's do mine first okay. uh, this week. And I will say mm-hmm. um, the song I chose this week, I really, really like, always have liked it. It's a great uh, song. I don't know why it's not on my playlist, but it is going to be by the end of today. Sure. I like a lot of David Bowie songs. I told you my David Bowie story, right? Maybe. I My 1983 is when Let's Dance came out, right? Yeah. Great album. Yeah, I love it. Fantastic album. It's one of my favorites. Um, And actually, there was a song. He had an album that came out before that called Lodger. 
Yes. Which uh, had a song on there called I Am a DJ. Yes. So I always like that song. But I don't and, think I know that one. Oh, I, I'll look it up here and I'll see if I can uh, get it for you. Anyway, um, I uh, David Bowie is going to be playing in Syracuse right before I went to Butler. Uh, I do. Yes, I do remember. And I had tickets to the show. Yeah. But then he had to postpone and reschedule and then I was already in Indianapolis and I had to give my tickets to somebody. Oh, I was so mad. I would have been, too. Ugh. I mean, obviously, now we couldn't go see him. but Never got a chance to see him. Episode, but, so. yeah, like, that would have been a bucket list right mm-hmm. there. For sure. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. All right, do you want to hear my song? Um, yeah. Well, I already know what your song is, and I just want to throw this in there that mm-hmm. um, this is a really one of my favorite songs by, by yeah, yours. The one I'm picking? Yeah. The bass line in that song is probably the best Rock bass line ever. Really? Ugh. Yeah. Even more, even better than my Sharona? Ugh. <laughs> yes, even better than my Sharona, yes. Uh, let's see if I can find that. Well, anyway, I could not pick a favorite Who song. There's too many good ones. Um, and The Crown... Uh, I don't know if it's season three or four, but they played um, Squeezebox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good song. They played Squeezebox when Princess Margaret was in a store. Here, let me see this. And that was... That it's was, a live version of it. That's so. pro- okay, so that's probably why you thought it was Princess Margaret. Oh, come on. It's John Entwells, what a great bass player he was. Oh, good stuff. Yes. Agreed. Be listening to that as soon as this podcast is over. Um, that would sound great through the new speakers, by the way. What was that one song? There's there's a Who song that I really like, um, but now because of another song, I can't remember what it's well, called. Well, you like everything from Tommy, so. Yeah, but it wasn't, it's not Tommy. What's the Eminence one? Front? Eminence Front. Yeah. I love that song. It's a put on. It's a put on. It's a, it's put, a put on. on. Mm-hmm. That was the, uh, uh, was that the first album that after uh, Keith Moon passed away? I think so. Yeah. Brandon's Wacky Song of the Week has been moved over to its official Spotify playlist. Check out the link in the description and you'll be able to find it. It's a little risque, so it's 18 plus, okay? All right. All right, so that's that. Uh, you want to take another break, or do you want to go into Brandon's let's, song? Let's just go straight to Brandon's song. All right, let's go into, uh, let's see, Brandon's. Now it's time for Brandon's Wacky Song of the Week. I don't know how wacky this one is going to be, because it's um, I, it's a cover of a uh, fairly uh, popular song. Right. That was done by Seal back in the day, called A Kiss from a Rose. Mm-hmm. And this is... Um, Dan... Dan Avidan. Dan Avidan and the Super Guitar Brothers doing Kiss from a Rose. So, so hopefully, you so, know. So, so Dan Avidan and the Super Guitar Brothers. Kiss hopefully, from a Rose. Hopefully, um, Brandon, our, probably the best song you picked on, on the podcast. Though. Oh, I definitely enjoyed that. It's yeah. a good version. So um, I'm just hoping that like our, our podcast doesn't get so well known that we get booted off from the music part of it. Like, well, if we get so popular, we can pay the pay the royalties for it. Yeah, but you don't know. Like they probably cost a lot of money. To... More than we're making now. <laughs> so. 
But like we, I can just imagine us in the future. Like, well, since we can't play the they, song well, for we, you, we're talking over it and everything. That's part of the reason why we talk over the songs and everything. We only play part of the song. So go on YouTube and watch. Here's the link. You know, well, I don't like, think we're getting in trouble from Dan Avidan and the uh, the Super Guitar Brothers. Right, but it's probably uh, the David Bowie estate or the the folks from the Who would be the ones that would be uh, less than happy. No, I I got you. All I'm saying is, if we we're making a nickel off of this thing, so if we ever get in trouble, we'll have to just direct people, and the 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 show won't be as good without music. Maybe I don't know. So, what do you want to take a break? Yes, we should take a break. Take a break, and then we can can talk about what we're watching. What are we watching? All right, that's coming up next here. Beck's Baked Beans has been a family-owned, honest baked bean company since 1923. We have perfected our secret family recipe through decades of love and craftsmanship. Only wholehearted, healthy ingredients go into our wide variety of flavors. Beck's Baked Beans pride themselves on being the best baked bean company, offering the most delicate ingredients while also offering the lowest price. It has been a company moral standard ever since Beck canned the first can of baked beans. They're perfect for family gatherings around the barbecue, a delicious breakfast for the kids before school, or that late night bonfire with your closest friends. We hope you choose us. Beck's Baked Beans, the finest beans around. Whether you're listening to us on Podbean or Apple Podcasts, we really appreciate your time with us. Thanks for listening to San Angelo Time. All right, we're back here on San Angelo time, and it's a time for everybody's uh, favorite segment here. Look at my baby! They're like, get this crazy man off the streets! Notice, but lately I've been drifting aimlessly. And now it's time for What Are We Watching? Yeah, Aaron Spelling, what are we watching? Well, I can tell you what we're not going to be watching anymore. The Crown! The Crown, we're done with The Crown. We have finished that up yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> I mean, I know there's going to be more, obviously. Two more seasons. Two, is that what they're saying, two more? They say two more seasons. Um, mm-hmm. They don't, they're not expecting to bring it up to uh, current, so they don't think that the William and Harry thing will be... They might change that, though. Who knows? And um, so we're done with the Queen. Is that is that season and, four we just finished? Yeah, we okay. just finished four. And we're done with um, the actors Olivia Coleman and Tobias Menzies that are playing the King, or Philip and Queen Elizabeth right no, now. We're going to get new actors for the next one? Yeah, we're going to get older. Well, I mean, hey, you got to do it. I mean, again, and, they can't um, all look uh, 25 through the whole thing. Well, these people don't look 25. I understand that, but I mean, okay, they look, what, 65? So the first two seasons was uh, Claire Foy and Matt Smith. And you know way more about the show I love I this show. I like it too, but not that, I love I, this no, show. No clue is playing and anything they, in they were they were very enjoyable. And then the next two mm-hmm. seasons, like the season three, and it was like, what? Mm-hmm. The queen has brown eyes now? Um but then, like, it took, like, only two seconds, and then we were used to the new 
Does the queen have the actual queen have brown eyes or blue eyes? Blue eyes. She does actually. Have yeah, blue eyes. and they tried to put some blue contacts in this lady, um, but they didn't like it. They said they felt like she was. They felt like the blue contacts were kind of like the exact opposite. The exact opposite of the uh, the fr- the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, because um, Freddie had brown eyes, and um, Rami Malek has blue eyes. Mm-hmm. But they didn't make him. They just. It was a blue-eyed Freddy, so... Right, and that's what they said. They said it it was like she had a mask on almost, so... Who cares about Freddy? You had to have the teeth to make Freddy The next two seasons are going to be new actors, uh, older actors, and I guess the lady plays in Harry Potter movies. Okay. Since I... Hollywood, no, I guess. I don't watch Harry Potter movies, but um, she's like a, a teacher or something. Okay. Couldn't tell you. I don't know. But anyway, so yeah, we finished The Crown, and mm-hmm. I'm sad because I just, I love that show so much. Um, we uh, got into season three now of um, Star Trek Discovery. So, <laughs> this is going in a whole new direction as well, mm-hmm. but it's so... Well, it's inter- again, it's interesting because the last season had uh, Captain Pike. Yes. And had Spock. In it. Yes, and and, he, and they were Pike and Spock. Mm-hmm. Those From two the characters. Those two characters were on the very first original Star Trek mm-hmm. ever. They were in the pilot. So so obviously it wasn't. They weren't just. They weren't just piloting the Enterprise for like a week and then got kicked off. So obviously they had some time before Captain Kirk took over. So they the so it was kind of neat how they brought them into Discovery and because mm-hmm. Discovery is supposed to take place prior to this season yeah. before the actual original series. Right. So to bring them in and, and integrate them into Discovery and then the way that they separated them from Discovery and everything so that Enterprise could go off and be whatever the Enterprise was right, after, right. after what we know of. Captain Pike was allowed to go off and, and be the captain of the Enterprise and, mm-hmm. and have his, and, and Mr. Spock as well. Mm-hmm. And I thought the, And I thought the guy who played Spock did it. Excellent job. He is Gregory Peck's grandson. Now you said that, but I, he did. He he channeled. I thought he did a great job channeling Leonard Nimoy's Spock. I did too, mm-hmm. but he also put his own spin for sure. No, without a doubt. Yeah, but I mean, I had. I don't know about you, but there was really no time that I didn't think that he was. I didn't get hung up the fact that he wasn't Leonard Nimoy. No, me either. You know? Me either. I was just like so enthralled with what was going mm-hmm. on that I didn't sit there show. and go, "Well, this is illogical." You know, I didn't mm-hmm. do that. So now we're into season three, and where's the discovery going? Now is going to be lots of fun to watch that. So where or when? When? Yeah. When mm-hmm. is the discovery? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there might be a little time travel going on. Well, I was going to mention that, but since you did, okay. Well, we're not going to say anything really else. Well, it's it's pretty good though. It's uh, pretty cool how what's going on there. We also watched the. Uh, this is something I've been wanting to watch for a while. We finally watched an episode of uh, Star Trek Lower Decks. Yeah, in which you promptly fell asleep. I was I was exhausted. So, but it's it's an animated series, and it's about the the people that work on Star Trek. I guess the Enterprise. No, they work on a different one. They they have a different ship that they work on. I I don't know the name of their. ship. I can't remember the name of the ship, but they they work, don't work on the Enterprise. But they are people that don't 
you know, they work on the lower decks, you know, right. of the enterprise of whatever the ship is. And like you said, it's animated, but it's like one of those kind of funny yep. cartoon shows. Yeah, it's kind of like a little Family Guy on Star Trek. So. But it's it's I enjoyed. I got to say, I enjoyed it. I thought it was really good, and I thought it was really kind of cool the way the, these people did work on the lower decks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you were awake or sleeping, but they sleep in the hallway. Oh, wow. They have, like, bunk beds kind of built into the hallway. Mm, interesting. Well, I'll, we'll have to watch that one. I'll have to watch that one again. So I Yeah, I, I, I liked it. Good. I definitely like the lower decks. Um, what else um, are we watching? Well, last night we got caught up on the good girls. Good girls, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't know what's going to happen there, man. It's a... Uh, you're stirring up some shit there. Yeah, every... I mean, since the first episode of Good Girls... The, something's been stirred. Yeah, for sure. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. And where they end up. There's another episode tonight, but um, we almost I, always fall asleep. I don't watch it. We watch it on demand. Yep. And then um, we watched a movie yesterday what on watch? Netflix. What was it called? It was called... I should have written it down. Yeah, you should have written it down. It was... I, what is it? Um... Shoot. Who was the lady that was in it? Uh, Rosamund Pike. Rosamund. Don't look at me weird like that. Um, she played in that uh, Gone Girl. I know, but I'm talking about the the, the famous actress that was Diane Weist. Diane Weist, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know who Rosamund Pike is, but I'll tell you. What she was in Gone Girl. I care about you. I think is what I care, I, I care I, a lot. I care a lot. That Gosh, was the name of the movie. I can't believe I didn't write it down. <clears throat> yeah, so we watched that movie on Netflix That was yesterday. a pretty good movie. That was a good movie. It was... There, I don't even know how to talk about it. It was... Um, it was... You didn't really know what was going to happen in that one. That was uh, There were some twists and turns. A lot of twists and turns. A lot of twists and, and turns. turns in that movie, so... It starts off... These two women... Um, they're... Uh, they're working together, and and the one lady, um, kind of takes care of people she's a, who she, are yeah, she's elderly, and mm-hmm. they they can't take care of themselves. She like it's her job to make sure they get put into a, a nice home, mm-hmm. and and um, make sure that they get whatever they need. And then, of course, the people's house, you know, they watch over the, you know the house, the belongings. Mm-hmm. But there's twists and turns all the way to the very end. All the way. All the way to the very end. All the way. Yeah. yeah. Peter Dinklage is in it. Yeah. He's so good. And um, you should definitely check into this movie. If It was really good. I mean, you just watch the whole time. Like, you're like, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? And I was kind of Googling about it. And some people didn't really like it. Um, but I definitely thought it was a movie worth watching. Yeah, it got a, it got three stars on IMDb, which I don't know why. And I don't know the Rotten Tomatoes. Like, is it more Rotten Tomatoes the better the movie? I think so. Okay, you would think that it would be the opposite of that. The less Rotten Tomatoes, the the better the movie. But, right. But uh, but yeah. So I I thought it was a I thought it was really well done. And again, the uh, the twist and the and the plot twist that were going on in that thing that was pretty interesting so at first it was i would say it was a little slow at first you know it's like eh, what's this all about this seems kind of like a 
How's this? Well, move? when that guy, there was there was a gentleman who was upset with the the main character mm-hmm. um, of the movie uh, because he wanted to see his mother, and he was never allowed to go into the home and and see her. Mm. She was always like too sick mm-hmm. or something, and right. and he took her to court. He was like, she, there's nothing wrong with her, mm-hmm. and this, and he was calling her bad names. This. B word <laughs> and apparently, and apparently, the uh, uh, from a couple of stories that I'm seeing here, it's not too far fetched as far as what that woman was doing. Yeah, she I read that do too. That, so. I read that too because um, when when she showed up at Diane Weist's door, um, Diane Weist is like, "I'm fine. I, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I can take care of myself." And right. and she's like, "The court has given me." Um, you know, and she's like, I didn't go to court. Well, because you're, how did she say it? You don't have to go to court. Right. Because we're trying to protect you. Right. And and then she like pointed outside and she showed the lady that there was like cops out there. And so the lady kind of knew that she kind of had to go with them, even right. though there was nothing wrong with her. Right. Yeah. It's a pretty, it sounds like a pretty shady thing, but... um yeah, it's uh, interesting. So, uh, yeah, I would I would encourage people to watch it. It was pretty good. I Netflix. It was, that's on Netflix. Yeah. I care a lot. Mm-hmm. I recommend it. I thought it was nope. a very, it, it was a little dark, and it was mm-hmm. definitely um, kept you watching the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you didn't know what was really going to happen. So there was a couple different ways it could go, and then all of a sudden at the end it goes a different, completely different way. Completely different way. Watch anything else this week? I can't remember. Of course, we watched. We watched the uh, the funeral yesterday. We already talked about that. Mm-hmm. I can't think. Of, I don't think we watched anything else. I don't th- can't think. No, of no, not really. Um, we went to bed early a lot this week because you're still recovering from pneumonia. I took my last pneumonia pill today. So yeah, and mm-hmm. you know, I I definitely think you look better than you did. But well, so so the thing that I was worried about was hearing all these people having adverse reactions to the uh, the COVID vaccine, and having um, blood clots and everything. Yeah, and I was afraid that my headaches that I was getting there was causing blood because of blood clots. No, I I don't believe so. I believe your headaches are um, more muscular because you're getting them in the occipital region. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Dr. Daha used to do a lot of, um, he probably still does, Mm -hmm. he's just moved on, Um, but he used to do a lot of, um, like, those little nerve blocks Mm -hmm. for the occipital neuralgia, Mm -hmm. and uh, take people's pain away right away. Cool. So, Mm -hmm. I believe you probably have muscular in nature, but I also believe that even though you do look a, a lot better... Mm-hmm. And you're not. We am I boring you? No, I'm sorry. I'm still tired. So you're you're not wheezing like you were, right? And we spent <laughs> the other day. You, st- I woke up and you had your hand on me. You're, I was so quiet. You thought I was dead. I just was like, I better check. This guy's been wheezing all week, and all of a sudden I don't hear anything. And all of a sudden I felt your hand on my back. I'm like, oh, 
I said, then I asked, like, well, what would you have done if I was dead? If I wasn't breathing, you would have been freaking out, man. I took BLS. I I guess I would have had to run for the cell phone because, like, that's what they say, you know, turn your cell phone on and and, um, keep the speaker on. I would have been completely hosed, so. But anyway, so, yeah, but I still think that you don't seem quite right yet. (laughs) Are you going to put me away in a home now and Bilk me for all my uh, money there. Is I'll that... take. I'll take your house. You I'll care take... a lot. Is that what I you're care saying? a lot? <laughs> tell you, I'm perfectly fine. I'll tell your family. Yeah, he's getting a. He's having dementia. Oh. They, no, would, they would probably believe you. So I just think that you, you know, you're you're doing all the things that you've always done. And you didn't let pneumonia slow you down at all. Don't let anything slow me down. And I think you're. To. I think you've been struggling. And one of those inhalers, even with a huge discount, costed us a hundred and ninety dollars. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think you're. I think you're a sicko. Wow. <laughs> wow. Just talk about twists and turns. All of a sudden, I'm a sicko. <laughs> no, I, I I'll tell just, you what I really think about you over I, there. I think you've been improving a lot, but I really think you should uh, take it easy. That's why I'm glad we sat around and watched movies yesterday. Thank you, Glenn Fry. Huh? You said I should take it easy. Oh goodness! All right, I'm not a big Eagles fan. So. I know. Anything else you got over there? Um. Oh yes. Yeah. The last thing we should mention. Okay. How are we ending our show today? In oh, that's honor right. Of. Yeah. So we thought we would uh, instead of you. Is, is this going to be it? Is this it? Are we done? Yeah. Yeah. We're we're at one oh one. Okay. We're an hour. Oh wow. We're better yeah. this week on pretty time. Pretty early. Yeah. See, we're getting better at this thing. So. Um. Yeah. We just thought with the, in in honor of. Uh, uh, Prince Philip passing away, and, um, and now our our queen is she's not our queen because we're Americans, right? But the queen is by herself, so we thought that in honor of that, we would end with a uh, the greatest rendition of "God Save the Queen" that's ever been by by the band Queen by the band Queen, uh, played uh, by uh, uh, Brian May. So here we go. So I, until next week, we're going to sign off here. Right, God save the queen. God save the queen. <laughs>